everybody, and welcome back to the Clash Living Podcast, where the only thing better than living is living with Clash. Thanks for listening to today's show, and as always, I invite you to follow us on Twitter and Twitch at Clash Living for additional content between shows. On today's episode, we will be going through some Clan Capital hot takes. Now, the Clan Capital update has been out for probably about five or six weeks now, maybe a little bit longer, and uh, we did our kind of our first reaction podcast to it a few weeks back where I gave listeners, you know, my thoughts on the update and we went through some of the things I liked, some of the things that I maybe didn't like. And now that it's been out for a little bit longer, uh, we've had some time to kind of digest the contents and the gameplay. Uh, And today I have eight of my own hot takes uh, from the clan capital. And I have a a few from uh, some listeners of the show, or at least uh, followers of the Twitter page. Uh, so uh, we'll save those uh, for the end of the podcast there. Uh, and thanks to everybody who submitted some of their own you know, thoughts or, or hot takes on the clan capital thus far. Uh, but without further ado, we'll get started. The, um, the first hot take that I have here is that the Capitol Hall on the Capitol Peak is OP. Uh, and... I was looking at statistics of the Capitol Hall versus the statistics of the Town Hall, and it's kind of crazy how much more uh, health points that the Capitol Hall has compared to the Town Hall 14. So if we look at a level 5 Capitol Hall, which is what our clan is at right now, so again, not even a maxed Capitol Hall for the current, uh, or what's currently available, um, only a level five has twenty five thousand hit points, and if we compare that to a town hall fourteen, which is the the highest, of course, town hall in the game right now in the main village, has only eight thousand nine hundred hit points as a town hall fourteen, uh, and you can really you can really experience this uh, during the gameplay, and I I tend to have some difficulty uh, in what strategies I want to use when I get to the town hall or when I get to the capital hall, excuse me, because it has so much uh, hit points. And generally speaking, most of the outlines uh, of the villages in the capital peaks surrounding the capital hall, there's a bunch of defenses around there as well. So not only are you dealing with a very, you know, high in health building uh, in the capital hall, but you also have a lot of uh, DPS, you know, in the surrounding area. And so getting to that Capitol Hall generally is not um, an issue. But once you're there, even though I've had like five, six weeks, I still kind of find myself tripping up at times and and not getting as good of an attack on that midsection of the base um, as I would have liked. And and one of the main reasons is because of that Capitol Hall being OP and just having so much health. Along with the fact that it has that kind of eagle artillery style um, defense, which actually does quite a bit of damage. Uh, so, I don't know, I'm not sure yet what's the what's the best strategy for taking down the Capitol Hall. Uh, I found that the Giants with the, the Super Wizards can definitely be one of those higher damaging attacks, you know, with the heal spell once you get into the center. Again, sometimes you run into issues with that though, with that Eagle Artillery. If it gets a couple good strikes, even with that heal spell, you can still lose a lot of those troops and and uh, and have a very low percentage attack. Uh, in fact, leaving that capital hall building up 
And so um, the Capitol Hall is definitely is definitely a, a high health building, and it's uh, it's very hard to uh, to bring down. Uh, I definitely feel pretty accomplished uh, when I do bring it down. But um, that'll be our our first one here. The second hot take that I have, and I, I think this is going to change as our clan gets stronger and we start to unlock a little bit more uh, in this department. But uh, hot take number two is going to be that the spells for the clan capital thus far are quite annoying. Um, we are, as I was saying earlier, we're a level five capital hall. And so we can take, right now our spell storage is four. And so having four, you can take uh, two jump spells, essentially. You can take a couple jump spells. You can take a couple lightning spells. You can take a heal spell and a lightning. So there's, there is a little bit of variability there, but it's not as variable as you would think. Like I can't take a heal spell and a jump spell because that would be five space. So you're pretty much taking like a heal spell and a lightning each time, given that the lightning is just one space. And the jump spells, I just think they stink. I just, I don't know. I've, I've tried to use them a, a few times and I don't know if it's just me not understanding it, but I, I, they just, I haven't had good success with them. And so for, for two space, I just don't think that it's really worth it. Um, so the spells, as far as being able to combine them right now with only the four spell storage, it's just, they just feel a little bit like limited in the game. Uh, with our clan capital raids and again the jump spells they just they just don't do anything for me they don't really move the needle for me at all uh, but I do I do like the heals I think the heal spells are probably you know the best spell that we have available to us uh, and the reason I say that I think this will change is because the frost spell and the rage spell which are the two spells left that our clan hasn't unlocked yet they do seem to be probably the best spells, uh, with the exception of maybe the, the heal spell. I can see the, the heal also having um, some good utility in the game there. But I think as we go, then I'll find that the spells are a little bit more um, fun, I guess, or, or help with the raids a little bit more than, than now. Um, just given that I've seen some of that higher level gameplay and the frost spell looks like it's almost kind of OP and then the rage spell looks pretty good as well. I know a lot of people are using the rage with like the mountain golem to really speed that guy up. Uh, and so perhaps my view on, on this hot take will change as we go. But, uh, but as of right now, the, the spells, I just, they're just kind of annoying. I, I want to get uh, some of those higher level spells unlocked uh, to hopefully have a little bit more fun and, and versatility with some of the spells and the attacks. Um, hot take number three, and this was uh, this was teased a little bit on the uh, on the Twitter page there when I posted uh, about a week ago that I was uh, going to be doing an episode like this. Uh, my my third hot take is that the Flying Fortress, which is one of the new troops, uh, is not OP, but it is fun to play. Uh, we just recently unlocked the Flying Fortress in our Gryffindor clan. Uh, we got him last week, so we did have. Just one raid weekend to play around with the Flying Fortress thus far. Uh, and we look at the statistics. We have our Fortress at level 2 right now. So it's not fully upgraded, but I mean, it's comparative to the defenses that we're, we're facing, you know, right now it's the same level um, as uh, 
what the appropriate level I should say. Uh, level one is 10,000 hit points. And then level two, which we are now is, is 12,000 hit points. And you would look at that and say, wow, that's, that's quite a bit. That's, that's a lot of health compared to a lot of the other troops in the game. But the few times that I've used the Flying Fortress, I just find that it's dying fairly quickly and, and dying quickly even with a heal spell uh, being placed with it. And perhaps that's just strategy uh, and me being, I don't know, timing troops with it better. Because I've been, right now, as far as strategy goes with the Flying Fortress, I've been using that with couple like rocket loons to to sneak in behind it and eventually get to the front and take out some air defenses or uh, some of the rapid rockets or even using like minions and I, and I think that's a pretty common strategy with the flying fortress right now um, but I just don't I just feel like there is so many defenses right now that are targeting air troops on the uh, on the clan capital and a lot of the air targeting defenses just also do a lot of damage as well and so if you're sending that flying fortress into like an area that has a lot of defenses in it it just seems like it gets taken down again even with that that heal spell um if you're looking at a base that's a little bit more like spread out has like clusters of defenses kind of around the outside you know like a clan that built the ruins but didn't really take any time to you know organize their village at all i think it works a little bit better then because you're not really running into these um, high dps areas on the village or on the base setup but as far as really like being a an op attack for a new troop that i thought they would they would really try and and pump up or buff up pretty high it just doesn't feel that way for me i think it is fun uh, but it's definitely not op and i probably won't be using it all that much um, over the raid weekends because I just think there is better options available in the game right now. Uh, which is going to lead us into my fourth hot take and one of the options that are definitely not better um, and the skeleton barrels. So my fourth hot take here is going to be that the skeleton barrels are just lame. I just I, I never really liked them as a limited edition troop um, in the game and then to have them as a troop in the capital peak is just, again, kind of lame. I just don't see how people have fun with this troop. It's really just like a balloon that pops and then skeletons come out that do like virtually no damage. I mean, perhaps I could practice with them a little bit more and try to try to tank them a little bit more, but I just don't I just don't find them fun to play and I just don't think that their mechanics in the game are anything unique or anything special and anytime I try and use them I just find myself after that raid being like why did I do that it just it didn't really help me out that much and I didn't really gain a lot a lot of benefit from it and it's not like it was was that fun so I feel like more often than not, I'm kind of forcing skeleton barrels into my attack just to kind of use them as a troop uh, and then instantly regretting it because I just didn't have good success and I just didn't have a lot of fun um, when I used them. And so uh, if Supercell decided that they were going to remove that troop uh, from the Capital Peak and just make it limited edition in there as well, um, I would have no, uh, no re reservations about that. Um, skeleton barrels, they are uh, definitely not my favorite troop in the game. The number five hot take that I have here 
is actually regarding the scenery. And uh, this, is, uh, this is one I might actually post on the, the Twitter page because I like to just kind of get everybody's thoughts on, on this as well. So number five is going to be that I think the clan capital scenery is the best scenery in the game. Uh, the, the way it looks is just very cool. You know, you have kind of on the outskirts, you have the, the town halls uh, on the ground there. So it's kind of like over uh, looking uh, or you're looking down on like the villages as the peak is up high. And then it's just like, I don't know, it's just a very cool scenery, how it's how it's laid out. And then that's, again, it kind of changes with each of the district halls. Um, but I do like a lot of the regular sceneries in the game as well. But just as far as looking at like the overall look of the the clan capital and the, and the capital peak, I think they did a really good job of of making it feel like it's a completely different world. I do really like that if you pan to the sides, you can see the the town halls below because that's the whole concept, right? Is that it's on this peak, so it's on this kind of mountain top, and then you know when you're there, you know having that kind of looking down experience on the outside. It just feels like it does a really good job at immersing you into that different like village type. You know, so like I know Supercell tried to do that with the builder base when they added that in. So when you tab over to the builder base, it's like a darker village and and the area where you have your your base set up is kind of lit up a little bit differently. And so I think that was their way of, you know, giving the builder base its unique look and and it accomplished that to some degree you know but when you're over in the builder base it's not like you feel like you're immersed in like some awesome like new place it just feels like another village whereas when i'm playing in the capital peak i definitely feel like i'm in a different part of the game uh, both because of the scenery but also like the, the just the general look of the of the maps and of the base layouts, how they're, they're bigger. You know, it feels like a different area or a different world of the game, but still within the same game. And I, and I really enjoy that feel, and I really like that feel. I do wish we could have a little bit more. Um, well, I know we're going to have updates to the clan capital as we go, um, and we'll get into some of the, the ways that the capital hall experience can be improved, you know, a little bit <clears throat> later on in this show with some of the other hot takes. Uh, but I wish I had a little bit more of a reason to go over there during the week uh, because I do en enjoy it. Uh, whether that be more tax on the weekend or being able to get, you know, capital gold and other ways to be, be upgrading uh, some of our stuff. Uh, but the Capitol Hall scenery, love it a lot. I think Supercell did a, a great job with that. And, uh, and I think it's one of the, uh, I think it is the best um, scenery in the game. And I'll be interested to see if they uh, update the scenery as you go, if you are able to, you know, get new sceneries. Like we have war sceneries in the game and we have, our, of course, our, our main village sceneries in the game. But you're not going to see any like builder-based sceneries. So will the, will the clan capital be one of those areas in the game that we can actually buy sceneries for? and make that look a little bit different. That will be uh, interesting to see as we go. And definitely something that um, I think I would be interested in. Now, number six is uh, the sixth hot take that I have here today is that the Capitol Peak needs a hero. And I think this, I don't know if this will ever actually come to fruition. Uh, in, in a way, part of me thinks that Supercell just wants 
the like the new troops to be the big things. Uh, and so you had, I guess the the two biggest troops of the the update were your flying fortress and your your mountain golem. We've already kind of discussed the the flying fortress a, a little bit, and I think the mountain golem looks awesome. I'm excited uh, to get there, but. I would like if we had some sort of hero on the Capitol Peak. And again, this could be another hero that you have skins for. Um, I don't know what that hero could be. You know, there's a lot of like terrain on the uh, Capitol Peak. So it, it could be like a, a nomad or like a swimmer or something like that. You know, there's lots of concepts that they could go with there. But, you know, you have your main army. And then if you could have some hero to kind of go with that army, um, I think that would be, I think that would cool, be cool. I think that would be very helpful uh, with the attacks and just making them a little bit more fun and and engaging, you know, with the, the troops a little bit more. And so I'd like to have that just to add to the versatility of the attacks over in the Capitol Peak a little bit more. Um, and it doesn't have to be like, like some OP hero. Like that's one of the big complaints with the, like the current meta right now is that you know, heroes are, are too strong in the game and there's less of an emphasis on like the troops or the attacking. You know, I'd, I'd prefer it actually if Supercell found a way to incorporate a, a hero in the game just to add, you know, a little bit of lore, a little bit of whatever, you know, to the to the Capitol Hall, Capitol Peak. Uh, but it doesn't have to be this, you know, super OP troop that, you know, just kind of crushes the, the base. Because the Capitol Hall and the Capitol Raids are meant to be you know, it's not meant to be one attack and we're tripling, you know, it should be, should be difficult. So um, I'd like them to introduce a hero, but in a way that it's not like just overtaking our raids, you know, it gives us another, another troop to go out and attack with and have fun and, and experience new mechanics, whatever that might be. But it's not like it's making the attacking, you know, too easy and or taking or removing strategy, you know, from our game or or from our attacks and uh, they'd have to find a good way to to balance that which which i'm sure they would but um that's that's number six on here i just i would like to see the the capital peak uh and the capital hall um get a hero and that's something that we could also upgrade together um as a clan uh with capital gold or capital elixir you know if they're gonna be expanding the you know the types of loot that we can get in the capital peak if they introduce something like that uh, but we'll move on to the next one here. I got two left. Uh, we're through our first six. Uh, so we'll go through, I have two more of like my own thoughts here. And then we'll get into some of the listener um, hot takes after that as well. Uh, but my number seven hot take here, uh, and these last two involve more of the like quality of life um, up improvements that came with this update. But number seven is that the raid medals have been a top tier quality of life improvement um, update that the game has had recently. And, and with, with myself doing a little bit more streaming lately and just, you know, for like some other streamers that are, you know, much smaller, like, like myself, uh, I think the raid medals have been really great because I can, there's not as much like dead time uh, in the, in the telecast and when you're streaming on Twitch, like a lot of that dead space time or that time between attacks while you're waiting for troops to finish or while you're waiting for your clan castle timer to finish up so you can request more troops, 
you know, like a lot of that time, if you're a bigger Twitch streamer can be filled with, you know, interacting with your audience. And, and I'm lucky that, you know, I have our awesome like podcast network that, that hops on and engages with me once in a while. Big shout out to Clash Tips here who joined my podcast just a couple days ago. Uh, we had a lot of fun, you know, talking on stream. So like, for you, for your bigger Twitch streamers that are are having maybe they can have less attacks because in between they're interacting with their their big audience you know, and I get five to ten people you know per per Twitch stream watch me which is awesome that's fine I don't I don't really care how many people I have it's it's fun to engage with a few people I have but when you don't have as big of an audience and there might be a little bit more like dead time or perhaps you're just like talking to yourself a little bit more uh, it can it can help to kind of fill some of that void because I'm not just waiting for troops to to finish up uh, my troops are likely already done because I've I've popped a training potion and they're and they're finishing up quickly uh, but the raid medals I can get my CC filled right away and then I can go out and find an attack um, and we all know that you could be in the clouds for a, a little, a little bit too. So if I'm, you know, if I'm waiting for a clan castle timer to finish up for five minutes, um, you know, like on my streams, I'll just go over and play a little builder base, which is fun. Uh, and that's typically one of like the few times during the week I'm actually messing around in the, in the builder base side anyways. Uh, but you know, I can shorten that time there. Uh, that I'm waiting for my troops to finish, and then uh, I don't have to compound that with waiting for a long time in the clouds. I'm I'm helping to eliminate one of those uh, variables, uh, and I and I think it's great, you know, just as well for the main village. Like if I'm in a war and I'm coming home from work and I don't have time to maybe like get a quick request out, you know, have somebody fill it, I can just fill my own CC and get that attack in real quick, you know, without being hindered by not having. The proper clan troops or anything and so raid medals super happy with them the fact that i can fill you know my own uh clan castle one of the best quality of life improvements in the game uh the only thing i might put above that right now or in like the same tier is the hero extra life that we got just a little bit ago again just another great uh update um, in terms of streaming and just being able to have more efficient farming sessions you know when you're logging on uh, after popping a training potion or something, but um, definitely the raid medals have been a, a top tier quality of life improvement uh, that we've had more recently, uh, which leads us into the next hot take here, uh, and this is uh, again my my eighth one, and then we'll get into some of the the listeners after this. And, and this eighth hot take is that the weekly deals are better than the daily deals as far as the trader shop goes. And this was another one of the changes that we had with the uh, update about uh, a week or about a month ago, a little over a month ago. I like the the weekly deals a little bit better because I feel like it gives me just better consistency in planning like what magic items I'm going to use. And it gives me just a little bit more like consistency with what items I want to use and what I'm going to be purchasing as opposed to the daily deals where, oh, I really would like a... A book of heroes you know for 500 gems to to pop up in, in my shop uh today or uh, i hope there's like a research potion or a builder potion in in the shop like now throughout the week you know what's there you can buy 
uh, a few of them at a time, or you can buy just one. Like you have the power to do that uh, with your gems or your raid medals, which is also another great feature. Uh, and really just kind of plan things out a little bit better. Uh, because you you know which ones you can buy uh, and then they refresh every week and so i i do like that the the other thing that we've gotten with the trader is the ability to buy loot with our our raid metals and that is one of the biggest things and more specifically buying the dark elixir i mean that is just that is just huge you know being able to go on there and spend some of my raid metals to buy 25,000 dark elixir you know maybe i am just 20,000 away or even 25,000 away from an upgrade and I want to get that timer started before I go to bed at night but I'm like super tired I'm not going to have time or I know I'm not going to stay up for a few raids which is definitely me when I'm tired I'm going to bed right away I'm not I'm very I'm not good at fighting that that fatigue or or that exhaustion so for whatever may come up, if I'm able to just pop on real quick and buy that last little bit of Dark Elixir that I need to upgrade my heroes, that's awesome. Prior to this, I don't, I mean, I was I was removed from the game for a couple of years, but I don't really know any other way that we've been able to do that with the exception of like using gems to, to buy a Dark Elixir, which is, I mean, let's be honest, nobody really wants to spend gems on loot and it's like kind of a waste anyways the value is just not really there and so the the weekly trader deals are definitely better than the daily deals Alrighty, so those are all of my hot takes that i have regarding the uh, capitol hall and the update uh, so these last few will be from our uh, twitter listeners so again thank you to everybody who you know saw the post and engaged with the post and gave me some ideas for here uh, the first uh, the first hot take that I have, um, and there's actually a couple from this person, is uh, comes from at C2J Notes. Um, and so uh, C Note is actually one of the co-hosts of the uh, C2J podcast. Uh, and I've gotten to know him just, you know, a little bit over the last, you know, year, especially within the last few months as I've, uh, you know, kind of joined the podcast community and clashed a little bit. Uh, seems like a really good dude. If you guys haven't checked out the C2J podcast yet, uh, definitely check that out. Him and Carl do a great job. I uh, always look forward to uh, hearing their new content. Um, funny dudes, uh, definitely will make you laugh. And, uh, you know, they're very, they're very into the Clash universe, very knowledgeable on, on what they do. Um, so go ahead and, and check them out. Make sure you give those guys a follow and listen uh, to their shows as, as well. But uh, C-Note, uh, he, uh, he had this to say. So he said, as far as the Capital Raid weekends go, uh, he said, change the format of attacks, maybe give six attacks total, allowing two attacks per day so that Raid weekend doesn't become Raid Friday aka 15 minutes of fun and this was something that i think a lot of players are, are feeling right now uh, we mentioned this a little bit on the last show for for our podcast here that we just felt like the raid weekend was a little bit short and so myself i kind of i kind of just do this on my own um, unless i'm doing like a stream and, and the whole point of the stream is is doing our our raid attacks then i usually i usually kind of self-limit myself so the the raid weekend doesn't again kind of feel like like c note said that raid friday or those 15 minutes because that's really all it does take to get 
those five or six attacks done. And so I, I, I do this myself to kind of make it last a little bit longer and feel a little bit more engaging. But if you're not doing that, I mean, it very much becomes this, you know, like my, my attacks are, are done very quickly. And I mean, yeah, I have three accounts, so I can do all my attacks on, on all three and, and space that out um, once a day. But if you're just one of those players who has one account, then, you know, you can be done pretty quickly. And so I like the suggestion here, you know, increasing the attacks, you know, maybe giving that extra attack with the ability to gain that seventh attack um, and then allowing two attacks per day. You know, that is a way to, you know, kind of limit things a little bit and, and perhaps encourage things to be a little bit more spread out throughout the weekend. You know, it's it's hard to it's hard to imagine that Supercell would would actually implement this just because I think they I think they like the simplicity of it and and the fact that you can get it done quickly and that I, in my head they're thinking the weekend is like that's just the time that you have to complete your attacks in. And I don't know if they're thinking about just the solitary player and more so just like the clans and just that people might be busy on the weekends and they don't want it to be like a, a super like big commitment that somebody has to um, adhere to, you know, over the weekend, they can get on quickly and, and still contribute to their clan. And so uh, they might, in, in my head, they might be thinking that if we if they limited it, to two attacks per day, maybe that takes some of the versatility out of it, or people would would miss attacks. Uh, a good thought either way. I think it's I think it's definitely an option, but um, I don't I don't know I don't know what Supercell is going to do with that. I think we I do agree with you that we need some sort of change to the raid weekend to make it just you know, a little bit more engaging or, or immersive, like we talked about, but uh, I don't know what, what that change is going to be. Uh, maybe this is an, an option that, that Supercell has kind of thought about um, over these last few weeks. Uh, C-Note actually had another comment on here as well, just a little bit more of, of, a, of a question uh, for people. And I'll be interested to see, uh, you know, hear from, from listeners and what they do. Because I never really thought ab- about this uh, end of the game. But uh, the second comment here was in regards to uh, the capital gold. So he, um, he asked, what do you do Monday through Thursday? Do you collect and run to the capital to use your up or your points on upgrades daily? Or do you collect your capital gold each day and wait until Friday to use it for one big upgrade? And so I think it depends on on what your your role is in the clan. You know, I think we have a lot of our, like, I'm the leader of my clan. We have probably 10 or maybe even like 12 co-leaders. We have just a lot of like loyal dudes in our um, in our clan uh, that also take, uh, you know, and share a fair amount of the responsibility um, with kind of the day-to-day operations and, and the weekly things. But so like our leaders and our, our co-leaders, I think they're a little bit more inclined to, and I know myself, I, I tend to spend it as I get it because I'll use it as a way to kind of signify to the clan, this is what we want to upgrade. So if I get 500, I will dump it in like 500 right away into like a barracks or an upgrade that we want to focus on, like an army camp or something. That way, you know, you don't inevitably have those people that are upgrading the forests or the trees or the statues, you know, you know, whatever. Um, so I like to I like to spend it as I get it. The other reason I like to do that is because 
And this is this is one of those quality of life improvements that I think Supercell can change. I don't really like the fact that you have to dump all of your capital gold like into whatever you're clicking on. Like if I have if I go through a raid weekend or I store up my capital gold and I have say ten or fifteen thousand, like I don't have an option when I click on a building to like toggle how much I want to donate to that. It's like an all or none thing. And that really removes like some of the, the versatility or like the, the clan capital management uh, abilities from the leaders or the co-leaders. Like, so for myself, I spend it as I, as I get it because I'm, I'm trying to organize the clan and direct, you know, people towards certain upgrades that we want to prioritize that we want to emphasize. But then also just because I know like if I store up all this, all this capital gold, I have to dump it at once into one thing. And I might not want to do that. Um, or we might not have like a great option available at the time. So, um, so I'm definitely in the, the camp of spending it as you get it, but, uh, curious to see how everyone else does, you know? So if you're on Twitter, you know, shoot us a tweet or shoot us a DM and, and let us know what, what you're doing there. And, uh, thanks again to C note for the, uh, for the hot takes here. Uh, much appreciated. The next one is going to come from at uh, Mr. Underscore Happy Store. Uh, and he says, are the defensive rewards worth the effort of constantly testing new bases? I think it should be slightly increased. Also, what will happen once clans max out? Will they allow gold to be converted to gems or are they stuck? Will clans start making second clans to dump their excess gold? And so this is a, this is a great point. Uh, Clash Tips just recently had on his podcast, I think a couple episodes ago, um, they had on the clan uh, that had, was kind of like a come and go clan. Uh, and they they discussed how they already had a maxed out clan capital, which is just crazy and, and mind boggling to me. Um, I'd be interested to know from him uh, if like what they're doing, uh, if maybe perhaps uh, he could talk about that on, on Twitter a little bit more because i they're experiencing this right now. Um, do they just are they just sitting on a bunch of capital gold, or are they starting to to make a second account? Does anything happen with that? I don't think if there's anybody else in <clears throat> in the world who's who has a, a max out you know capital hall right now or capital peak. So uh, that that's definitely an interesting question uh, to to bring up. As far as the the defensive comment goes, yeah, I think that's a, a good point. You know, I mean, there's been multiple times over the last month where I've logged on and I don't really I don't really like enjoy base building I definitely just use links uh, from YouTube or whatever it's not something I don't I just don't have the time to to sit down especially on the main village where there's just like a lot going on where uh, I'm going to you know sit down and have the time to actually make a base in my mind just doesn't work in that way and just I'm just like I'm not creative in my in my designs. It's anytime I sit down and even try, they just all end up looking the same because I just I don't have that that ability to to see it and build it in my head. So I'm not like super into the like the base building or the the defensive aspect of the game. But for those that are, there's just no incentive to to want to go in and make the best design. Um, other than just like feeling like that self-fulfillment of yourself, you know, in creating it, uh, which perhaps is enough for some people, but there's no, like, like you mentioned here, there's really no reward for testing these new bases or coming up with this great, 
you know, an innovative concept uh, for defense because you're just, the, the rewards just aren't great enough. Uh, and so I think that is something that will need to be addressed in the future. Like you mentioned, you know, increasing the rewards slightly or doing doing something to help with that, that defense a little bit more. Um, but a great point. Uh, I'm interested to see, you know, what people think of that as well. And thanks to uh, Mr. Happy Store here for the uh, for the hot take. Uh, last one here uh, is going to come from at BadStagG. Uh, and this is, of course, BadStag Gaming, uh, one of my favorite uh, Twitter uh, Clash of Clans uh, con- content creators uh, on Twitch, you know, always doing a bunch of streams for the, uh, the competitive meta. Seems like a really great dude. Uh, so if you guys you know haven't followed him, you know give him a follow. Check out his uh, his Twitch streams as well. Uh, but nonetheless, Badstag says it's still a solitary game mode. They should have made each attack a group thing where at least two clanmates can attack together. Uh, and again, I appreciate the the thought here. And I, I agree. I mean, we talked about on our last show for Clash Living how. It just one of the limitations right now is that it just doesn't feel like the raid weekends are like a cooperative thing yet. Um, you know, most people are just kind of going on and doing their attacks uh, and then kind of getting out and just getting their rewards at the end of the weekend. Uh, if they were able to to do this in a way where we could, you know, attack uh, together, uh, that would be that would be awesome. You know, I think the it would be perhaps maybe maybe hard to do that just from like a timing aspect of things. Um, I don't really know though how how that would work because you think of like the builder base and the builder base is essentially like a live attack, right? Or I, I or I assume it is. You know, like I'm attacking somebody when I go out and hit attack, and there and someone else is, you know, attacking me at the same exact time. So can they can they make it in a way where your playing next to like like alongside like ghost troops from like someone else's attack um and and trying to help modify that or you know i don't know what the what the answer would be but i agree with your with your point here that it's still a solitary game mode you know even through the first like month and a half that we've been having this update release now it's just still seems like that to me i I, and i know they haven't really changed anything so we'll see what what is to come but they're definitely needs to be i think a, a focus on improving the cooperativeness of it or or making it feel like that raid weekend is uh more more immersive unless you're like a unless you're like a super like organized clan during the week and you're telling people like oh let's our raid weekend is going to be on Fridays and Saturdays you know between this time frame and everyone's kind of logged on together uh you're 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 likely only hopping on clash and having uh, you know maybe a few people i mean we have a fairly active clan in gryffindor and anytime i come pop on during the week or even the weekend i mean you're still only on with like maybe three four at the most five six people at the same time and so you're some of that ability to attack like together uh is a little bit more limited and so i think that if supercell found out a way to to make this happen it would definitely increase that uh, that team attack um, initiative throughout the, the capital peak. And I, and I think that it would benefit the game to, to try and figure out some way to do that. That's not an aspect of the game that we have right now. And it could really add 
to a lot of depth in the game if they can figure out a way to make that happen. Uh, I mean, you have your your clan wars, which typically with the clan wars, that's whether it's clan war leagues or just like our regular our clan wars, you're that's pretty like well organized. I I love the wars. That's one of my favorite things to do in the game, and and you can for the most part. You can you you spectate people's attacks and and it and that when I'm in a war, especially those last couple hours, it feels very like immersive. Like I'm, if I'm watching TV with my family or you know whatever it is, if I'm if I'm in those last couple hours, I'm having my iPad on the on the on the TV tray, and I'm like spectating attacks as I go. Our clan is talking strategy, you know, in those last couple hours. Do we have any of that with the capital peak right now? Not really. It's just, it's, I mean, sometimes, but unless you're really like, you know, putting out a bunch of like friendly challenges or testing bases, and even that's not happening because of the uh, defensive rewards, you know, being limited, like Mr. Happy Store was kind of saying earlier, um, you know, you're not, you're not getting that that immersive uh, cooperative experience um, from that, that I think Supercell was anticipating with this update. Um, it's a little bit limited and, and I do agree with Bad Stag here. Great point that there has to be something to, to improve that aspect of the game because it's not there and, and, I, and I'd love it to be there. What that is, I don't know. It could be like you said here, you know, making it possible for clanmates to attack together. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what Supercell has in store for, for the future of the of the clan capital. Uh, but that's going to be it. So again, thanks to everybody who uh, who responded to our, our Twitter. If you haven't followed us yet over on our, our Twitter page, feel free to, to check us out. Again, we're at Clash Living. Uh, make sure to check us out on Twitter as well. It's going to be the same, at Clash Living. Been consistently doing, you know, two to three streams each week, you know, over there. It's been been a bunch of fun, uh, you know, hopefully working on getting a new laptop and a, a webcam set up for the streams, you know, uh, in the near future. Uh, but a lot of fun over on the, the Twitter page and on the, the Twitch channel. So check us out if you haven't, uh, if you haven't already. Uh, thanks for listening to this show. And of course, remember, the show may be ending, but the clashing will go on. We'll see you in the next episode.